0: Welcome to Business Mentorship Keeping It Real, where we feature entrepreneurs and enterprise leaders who participate in our guest blog on ShareYourStories.Online. Our guest is Rhonda Page, who is an author, a speaker, a coach, and a business consultant with a focus on brand strategy. And she's going to share with us a few tips on how we can manage our digital profiles. And Rhonda joins us today from Florida. Welcome. Thank you. Listen, there was no way that I could get away with not saying that you're in Florida because it's very clear that you're in the sunny south somewhere, nice and warm. So, uh, <laughs> so we're glad outside. that you. Yeah, we're glad that you've taken some time to join us. If you hear noise, because I'm outside. <laughs> now I know that I've been reading a lot of articles that are talking about a change or a shift in marketing strategy, where it seems that digital assets have now gone to the top of the list. Would you agree?
1: Well, it's kind of interesting. It's interesting times in every way because, yes, there's a lot of digital, but there's a lot of noise too. Like there's more and more people doing digital. And I'm finding that, you know, you almost have to do more things. Like you have to have kind of a more rounded plan or strategy than just emailing or just posting Like it kind of has to be a combination of things to get cut through the clutter. But I think some of it, you know, there's still something to be said for a good old fashioned phone call or, or outreach to people like connecting one on one.
0: Well, I seem to f- be hearing from a lot of folks that, you know, there's so many social platforms now and there's so much pressure to have a presence on the various different platforms. Would, would you recommend that someone has a consistent message on all of the platforms, whichever ones they may be on? Or would you recommend that they tailor them to the demographic of that platform? Because they're all very different.
1: Well, it's really hard to manage so many platforms. Like, yeah. It's really hard to be on like, Twitter, and LinkedIn, and Facebook, and Instagram, like, it's a huge job. And, yeah. you know, I, I'm, what I'm seeing is people are doing the same thing on every platform just to keep posting, but really, I mean, you, you want to kind of simplify it and be where your audience is, right? you know, right. and if you're business to business, your audience is more likely on LinkedIn than right. anything else. I think frequency is a big deal. Like the more, like, if you're there regularly, right. That's a good thing. And, you know, of course, authenticity and like keeping it real, like you say is really, especially now. Because there's, like,
0: are you finding Rhonda that there's folks who are really changing their brand strategy because, you know, I, I certainly think that a website is now more important than the business card used to be because we can't, we're not out there doing the face-to-face networking where we're handing out cards to people. So if we're doing these online platforms and there's lots of sort of social networks where you can meet people, I find that even sometimes when I'm discussing or meeting someone for the first time, I can tell that they're jumping onto my website to sort of see, you know, what your profile Mm -hmm. looks like. So I'm making an assumption that, you know, the, the sort of that homepage that we have in terms of our, our website is probably become more important than the business card or as important as the business card may have been in the past. Well, I think
1: everybody goes and checks, like wants to know the website for right. anything, any right. service, any product, what's, what's their website. Right. So, yeah, the website definitely is really important. It makes a big impression and
0: really there's not a lot that stand out out there. <laughs> yeah, it's, how do you, so how do you cut through the noise? I mean, that's a, you, you mentioned that and that's a really good point because you know, everybody's looking for that thing that's gonna set them apart from their competition. So, you know, um, and it doesn't matter what industry you're in or what product or service you're offering, there's no doubt that there's a lot of competition. And I think now our stage is more global than it ever has been. For sure. Right. For sure.
1: Um, really, I always say, um, focus on the audience first. Right. Who are you talking to? Right. And make sure you have a message that's going to really get their attention. Right. Yeah. Because if you start looking at your competition, you'll find that almost everybody's saying the same thing. And same and same, everybody yeah. looks the same. And, yeah, you know, you really, it's hard, you know, You really have to, I keep saying, be different, do it different, but also be different, not just say I'm different. Right. have a different message, but how can you be
0: different? Now one of the things that you noticed, and you shared this in the guest blog, is that you were actually in Ireland in a speaking engagement when you had your own sort of light bulb or aha moment. So take us through sort of what happened in that scenario and how you sort of made a paradigm shift in your own business.
1: Well, I'm talking about being different. You know, I've been taught doing differentiation for years, helping, working on big brands, you know, figuring out how they're different. But I realized at a certain point, like some of them really weren't different, like (laughs) cheese. It's like it really is. All the, I mean, I'm, of course there's different cheeses and different levels of cheese, but when you're looking at kind of packaged consumer packaged goods type stuff, right. It's all kind of, it's not that different. And, you know, I was, it got me thinking about how, you know, a lot of things, a lot of people are saying they're different, but they're not really different. So then right. I started, you know, I get into every, like I, get into business models and service design and all kinds of stuff like that. So I, I started thinking, you know, differentiation doesn't just have to be about like having a product that's different. It could be about how you deliver your service. Like it could be about a, diff- a unique business model or like, it could be about so many different things. Right. It doesn't just have to be about like, here, our product is different. And like, and now I think, especially like now, after the pandemic or since the pandemic, people are just so fed up with being bullshitted to. Like, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. (laughs) People are so tired of. Right.
0: They're looking for authenticity, right?
1: Inauthentic. All the marketing and all the noise. Right. Everybody's saying the same thing and who can you trust like it's become like really especially the younger generations who are the big consumers
0: they don't want to be like told stories right or if the stories that you're sharing they have to be sort of from the heart because I think we can tell when something is authentic and when it's not. And so that really makes a difference. Now, you know, in a lot of the social platforms, though, that folks have been concentrating on in the last little while, you have very little time to capture somebody's attention because, you know, they're flipping through the Instagram feed or, you know, they're taking a look at Facebook or even on LinkedIn. You know, everyone's got a feed and we're kind of um, scrolling through all of the various different posts. So is there a strategy that you can share with folks that would kind of make someone pause or stop at your particular post so that then you have the chance to convey your message?
1: Well, I think especially on LinkedIn, there's an opportunity to stand out visually. I mean, there's lots of opportunity on LinkedIn because most of it's pretty poor. I find like it's really just looks a lot of same old, like you just right. see this endless, you know, same old stuff. So I think visually, like I think if you can create a, a strong visual impact, there's more of a chance to stand out on social media, um, yeah, with fonts and colors, and but also, again, having something interesting to say, to not say, just posting right. to keep
0: posting, but really coming up and focusing on the audience again. So should we be focusing on the, because we all have a solution that we're providing, right? So whether, you know, there is a problem and that we're in business to provide a solution to that particular problem. So is there um, a way in which folks can kind of hone in on um, conveying the solution to the problem that is in such a way that it's easy for people to understand? Because I find that one of the things with cutting through the noise is that, and you're right, there's a sameness to the look of the posts, right? They all kind of look the same. So if, if you're trying to be different, what is some of the advice that you can give to folks who maybe have a unique packaging of a particular product or they're offering a different kind of service than the rest of the folks in their um, particular area of expertise? Is there something that you, some, some sort of tip that you can give them to help them differentiate themselves?
1: Like on social media, yeah. I found that when I post some, like, I'll. I only post. I mean, I don't. I'm probably not the perfect example, but I only post when I really feel excited about something. Uh, like I see something, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" People need to know this. This is so interesting, and um, and then I write something about it, and I get a lot of. Um, feedback on that. Yeah. Like I posted something probably six months ago on LinkedIn. Like I saw an article, I forget what, where it was. It might've been in Fast Company or something about how the fashion industry are the biggest polluters. And that's like such a huge issue right now. And it talked all about, you know, how fashion has become throwaway and the quality of what used to be there. And I got so fired up about this. I was like, yes, oh my God, this is so important. And I, so I posted it, I wrote a whole thing, my like why I think this is so important. And then I asked a question at the end of people like, do you remember when you used to have those pieces that were old and they were great. And the quality was amazing. And I had so many comments like people, oh my God, I used to have this sweater that I bought in Italy and you know, it was such an interesting, like, so it was something that people really, it was personal and people started talking about these items of clothing. I was talking about how I bought this cashmere coat in Italy, I still have it. It's like 30 years old and it's like still amazing. And like, so people really got into that discussion. And I think it's, you, you know, if you're posting things that you're really interested in and passionate about that others are interested in, um, I think that really makes a big difference. I think a lot of people are just posting because it's like, okay, I got to post every day and, right. you know, and making a plan, making a strategy like a content strategy
0: around that. Around that. Well, that's a really good point. And I really like the fact that you said, you know, it's the emotional response that you got from the end that created the engagement with that post. So your passion for the topic came through and what you wrote, and then you were able to engage your audience because it was also something that they were interested in. So that's a really good Mm -hmm. point. And I think that's what helps you be different is that you know, you're taking something that you've uh, got a personal approach to and then you're translating that into um, a discussion really with the folks that are in your social feed. So I think that's really great advice. Thank you for sharing that. Now, one of the things that we do in the uh, guest blog is we ask folks to share words of advice and your words of advice very much go with your core values, and that is be different. So what would you recommend to folks and why is that important for them, in uh, especially in today's day and age?
1: Well, there's this, I think there's a lot of copycat stuff going on that just because this system work, this system, everybody's selling a system that works and it may not work it may work have worked for them it may not work for you. for you yeah but so it's like really you know people are buying all these programs and this is the one that's going to work and but maybe just take a step back and really look at what's going to work what's true for you and what's going to work for you and what you're going to be excited about doing because if you absolutely hate posting on social media media it's not going to help your business like you've got to do the things that are fun for you right
0: that's a really good point uh and i think that's a really wonderful thought to leave people with is you know share something that creates an emotional connection and share something that you're passionate about because that really will separate you from the rest of your competition so thank you very much for sharing that rhonda that's been very helpful You're you're welcome And to you, our viewing and listening audience, I'd like to thank you for joining us for this edition of Keeping It Real, where we introduce you to the person behind the logo. I'm Trish Tonai, founder and host for the series. And if you'd like to be featured in our website, visit shareyourstories.online. And thanks again for joining us. And we look forward to meeting you next time when we introduce another great idea.